Good morning. This is Dr. Odell Glenn of the OD Inspiration Show, held every week, giving you inspiration, encouragement, and empowerment. And again, I am humbled to be able to be with you on this morning to empower you. And so as we do each week, I like to start off with some inspirational quotes of the week to empower you as you begin your week and you also begin your day because the life, the OG Inspiration Show is created to inspire, to motivate, to empower, to educate, to enrich the lives of others through education, career planning, from my own experiences, nonprofit organizations, various authors, faith-based communities, coaches, entrepreneurs, professionals, and small business owners. For the purpose of life is to live it, to taste experience, to turn obstacles into opportunity to the utmost and to reach out eagerly and without fear for newer and richer experiences. For we have an innovative God and he is constantly challenging us to reflect his glory, to utilize the characteristics he has given each of us to move forward towards righteousness. And we must often be innovative in that task. Let us say a short word of prayer. God, we thank you and we praise you for another opportunity to be empowered, to be inspired, to be encouraged, and to reach forth the dreams that you have fulfilled in each of our individual lives. We dedicate this show to your glory, asking you to manifest yourself through empowerment and inspiration. We praise you for what you're doing and what you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so as I like to give you inspirational quotes, the first quote that I have for you this morning is to be happy with the little that you have. There are those with nothing, but yet still manage to smile. And so little becomes much and much becomes little when you all put it in terms of reflective or perspective. And so Paul said in Philippians 4 and 11, in whatsoever state I am, there were to be content. So be happy with the little that you have. You have life. You have a lot. Another inspirational quote is, no matter how good or life has or has not been to you, wake up each morning and be thankful you still have one. And so many of us are living in this COVID pandemic and a The number has increased exponentially on how many people have passed. Listen, you still have life. You're still living and breathing. You have lots to be thankful for. 2 Corinthians 9 and 15. Thanks be unto God for all of his unspeakable gifts. If you have life, if you're breathing, you're healthy, you have a lot to be thankful for. Another inspirational quote. Don't be a star in the sky, but be a candle in the dark. I'm going to repeat that. Don't be a star in the sky, but be a candle in the dark. Matthew 5 and 16 says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father in heaven. You know, when you are light in the dark to your community, to your surroundings, you become the light that shines. And so in the midst of a dark situation and a dark pandemic and a dark world, be a light. Don't 
try to be the star, be the light, let your light so shine so that others may see your good works. And then who gets the glory? God gets the glory because of what you're doing every day. So whether that gift is singing, whether that gift is smiling, whether that gift is inspiring, whether the gift is drawing art, please let your light shine. Your light can shine through the simplest things or the simplest gifts that you have so that there can be light in the midst of the darkness. And the last quote that I want to give you today is there is no shortcut to success. You must take the staircase. You know what? When you're on the staircase, you actually strengthen, you get strength, you get hope, you see and fine tune things. You learn a lot. You connect, you make more connections than you're taking the elevator to success. But there's no shortcut to success. You do have to take the staircase. The staircase is not a bad thing because you grow as a person. You develop new skills. You learn new things. You network with new people. In Proverbs 14, 23, it says, in all labor, there is profit, but mere talk only leads to poverty. So again, there's a difference between just talking and taking the elevator to success or taking the staircase and learning in the labor that there is profit and even more profit because you've made connections, you've made progress. And the last verse that supports that is Proverbs 22 and 29. Do you see a man skilled in his work is the question. He will stand before kings. It all comes with progress and it all takes time, bit by bit, piece by piece, and step by step in faith. And so those are some quotes that I just kind of want to leave you with audience so that you can take those golden nuggets and that can empower you as you go forward in life's journey. And so today, guys, we have an awesome guest with us. Mr. Dupre Forster, who is a certified coach, as well as some other things that he's been doing. And he's going to share with us how you can contact him. But I want to read you his bio prior to the show. So Mr. Dupre Forster is a certified confidence coach, as I mentioned, who has for nearly 20 years served his community as an emergency medical technician and a police officer. He currently serves as the full-time recruiter for the Chesapeake Police Department, where he is responsible for marketing the department and attracting those who have the heart to serve others. He earned a bachelor's degree in criminology and criminal justice from Longwood University, where he served in various campus ministry leadership roles. Dupre Forster has a passion for bringing the best out of people. He is, a, as I mentioned, a certified confidence coach, and he posts weekly videos on his YouTube channel, Dupre Forster, where he empowers people to be their best. Dupre lives in Virginia with his wife and two kids and is starting his own speaking and coaching business. When we come back from this commercial break, we will interview Mr. Dupre Foster. Hi, I'm Dr. Orlando Morris McCauley Jr., a candidate for Episcopal service in the AME Church. I'm the father of three young men and one daughter who are millennials. Their vision and concept of church is quite different than tradition. 
One of my visions as candidate for bishop is to find innovative ways for which millennials can exercise their gifts and share their vision, especially through technology. There are a few ways you can help the Macaulay for Bishop campaign by donating monetary gifts. You may do so by visiting our website at www.macaulayforbishop.com and clicking on the donation page on the menu. You may donate using the Cash App or the Givelify options. Your gift can make a huge difference in the life of the church. Find us on Facebook at Macaulay for Bishop 2020. Share our link, promote what we do, or find out how to volunteer. The Lord bless and keep you is my prayer. Do you need a certain SAT score to get into the college of your choice? Well, Dr. Odell Glenn can help you get it. The three-tier foundation offers online SAT prep classes. Dr. Glenn will show you test strategies and tactics needed to get the score you want. The exam is beatable with the proper coach. We are open to working with individuals, schools, and groups for six-week online sessions. Sign up at www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. That's www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. In need of a motivational speaker for your upcoming event, Dr. Glenn speaks at school graduations, public gatherings, colleges, and universities. In addition, he is a national radio personality as well as published author. Have him speak at your next in-person or online event at 3tierfoundation at gmail.com. That's the number 3tierfoundation at gmail.com. Do you have that burning desire to educate, empower, and inspire community? We here at WDRB Media provide you with such wonderful opportunities to make such a positive impact. So step out on faith and make a significant difference with your gift. We care about your voice and the impact it has. Call 1-877-342-7770 and provide them with the code 1349 to begin the process. That's 1-877-342-7770 and code 1349. Okay, welcome back, audience, to the OG Inspiration Show. As mentioned prior to the break, we have a special guest with us here this morning, Mr. Dupre Forster. Mr. Dupre Forster, welcome to the OJ Inspiration Show. Can you greet the audience and tell us about who you are and where you're from? Yes, good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm Dupre Foster. I am originally from Gloucester County, Virginia, so from the East Coast. And my life has been devoted to serving other people, you know, looking over my life. And as a kid, like wanting to see people smile and help people out. Before I was even a teenager, started actually volunteering in the medical service field and became a police officer after a long life dream since the age of three of wanting to serve as a police officer. There's a lot of things I did along the way. Uh, I know there's some great quotes that you shared earlier. I was writing all of those things down just about the, you know, taking the staircase and all those different things, obstacles and turning those things into opportunities. And as you shared those things, I'm like, that's my life. <laughs> all those things have helped me get to where I am. And it's really given me the focus to go out and want to serve and help other people so they can experience the richness and joy of life. Awesome. Awesome. And so you said that you wanted to be I'm a police officer since the age of three. What challenges, what motivated you to continue on with that dream? That's awesome. That's a great question. What motivated me? Because if you can't imagine, there are a ton of obstacles, right? Obviously, in life, not everyone loves the police, right? 
Uh, but at the age of three, it was just a dream then, you know, something that I wanted to do. I thought it was cool. I thought it was neat. We had deputies where I lived. You know, we just would see around. I remember growing up watching like police shows, cops and, and rescue 911 and anything that was law enforcement related and how they would go out and serve the community. And growing up though, there were a lot of challenges, right? The main one is making sure that, and I tell people that dream at that age really is what kept me on the right path in life. Because as I grew older, people would get in trouble, you know, friends and things of that nature would go off and do things to get in trouble. But I had this strong passion and desire, this dream. I really thought it was an obsession to want to serve as a police officer. I knew I couldn't do certain things. I didn't want to get in trouble. And so we had those obstacles of not fitting in, right? We tend to want to fit in because we want to be liked, but that was more painful for me to fit in and not be who I was truly supposed to be. So I dealt with pain of being different, right? My parents raised me very respectfully, uh, had my shirts tucked in and things like that, and which wasn't normal for, for kids growing <laughs> up. But I always had this vision in mindset of serving as a police officer and serving the community. A couple of great things I'll share real quick with the obstacles is not everyone was like, hey, gung-ho and yeah, be a police officer. That's great. Right? There's a lot of negativity around it. Uh, but we still need good people with servant hearts to really be serving in the public safety field. And so I always said to myself, you know, someone has to do it. Yeah, I know it's a dangerous job, but someone has to do it, right? Go out there and serve the community. I remember this one time though, Dr. Glenn, this is something that is very interesting. I was in college and I went to Richmond, Virginia with a church group. I met them there to serve the homeless or people experiencing homelessness. I uh, met them in a park one Saturday while I was in college. And I decided to help them, you know, serve the people who came out there to receive some food. And I remember speaking to someone who was a part of the of church. They weren't someone who just came from the streets, but someone who was a part of the church. And I was telling them, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm in college and I'm studying towards my career. And I told them I wanted to be a police officer. And do you know, they stopped and looked at me dead in my face. And they said, how can you be a police officer and be a Christian at the same time? Wow. And I was taken back from that. I was like, you know, that is exactly what we need. Like we need people with servant hearts who want to go out here and serve people for the right reasons. And you spoke of the quote you used earlier also, don't be a star in the sky, but be a candle in the dark. And you talked about Matthew 5, 16, of letting your good deeds shine, right? And to give glory to God. As a public safety person, right? As a police officer, as a firefighter, an EMT, we are the only career, the only profession that responds to people's homes in their darkest moment where no one else is going to respond. So it's up to me each and every day as a public safety official, when I respond to a call to understand that I'm bringing light to the darkness in every call we respond to. And so my thing of having the Christian mindset of going out and loving people and connecting with people and being a servant to people, a servant leader is what law enforcement is all about. Awesome. Awesome response. And so audience, as you can see, Dupree Forster said a mouthful. He basically mentioned that he started off knowing that he wanted to be a servant at three years old. And so sometimes your dreams come earlier. Mm -hmm. And he mentioned also that he went down that path because it kept him focused on the goal. And sometimes you need your focus on a goal so that it prevents any other distractions. And so yes. if you have a child out there, if you have someone of you yourself had a goal or a vision, you want to write that vision down, but you want to act upon it bit by piece, step by step. Again, not taking the elevator, but taking a staircase approach to fulfilling that so that you can then be service. And then he also mentioned that he is a light in the darkness, which is a police officer. Someone asks, why do you want to be a Christian and 
a police officer. Well, that goes the same for a lawyer. Why be a lawyer and a Christian or any other profession? But we need the light. We need those people who have the light to bring focus and to help the marginalized and to speak up for those that are oppressed in their darkest hour. And so whatever your profession is, whatever you feel tugged to move forward in, you want to fulfill your passion and go forward as Dupre is doing and has done. So uh, Dupre, I want to get that, get into your education. In your bio, I read that you got a BS in criminology and criminal justice from Longwood University. Can you tell us where Longwood University is and what does a degree in criminology and criminal justice do for someone who may be interested in that? Absolutely. Yes. So Longwood University is located in Farmville, Virginia. So they actually say it's the heart of Virginia, almost right in the center of Virginia. They're about an hour west of Richmond and about an hour east of Lynchburg. So they're right in the middle of the state. And I found that school because I had a sister and two cousins who actually went there before I did. And it's a kind of a small town campus. It's a small town. Uh, The campus is pretty small as well. So it kind of reminded me of home. Um, It had that nice family environment of going there. The main reason for me in getting a criminal justice or a bachelor's in criminology and criminal justice from Longwood is that I realized, again, that I could focus on my education there. And with having that degree, it really helps the array of different jobs or careers in the criminal justice profession. So most of the people, not everyone that I went to school with in the criminal justice program were wanting to be police officers. We had people in there who wanted to be lawyers. So they're doing this as a step towards that. They had people who wanted to do to work just in the court system some kind of way or be an advocate for those who are abused. So something or for people in general, for those who want to do something in the criminal justice field. A lot of the classes that they focus on there as well, and this is actually very unique to Longwood, is my degree is criminology and criminal justice. And that's actually pretty unique. Most campuses that you go to, they'll have a, a criminology bachelor's you can get or a bachelor's you can get in criminal justice, just that. But with criminology and criminal justice, it gave me the combination of understanding the criminal mind. So we had a lot of psychology classes and sociology classes we took as well. And then also those criminal justice focused things such as like constitutional law and introduction to the court system and introduction to policing. I remember having a professor at Longwood who actually was an acting, which was an actual active full-time Commonwealth attorney in Virginia. So he was actually teaching constitutional law and talking about that, which is great from real life experience and in cases he's actually worked. And I remember a class I had, I think it was my intro to policing or investigations class, was actually a retired police officer from Florida who actually taught that class. So great education and using those things for me has helped me with having a basic understanding of the criminal justice system and getting into law enforcement. And then really just sets you on that path of, for me, it was the right path to take because it was in line with my passion and exactly what I wanted to do in life. Awesome. 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 And so audience, if there's anyone considering criminal justice or criminology, you have the information with you right now. You can do lots of things. Again, Mm -hmm. you can go into the law enforcement. You can also go to law school. You can work cases around it. You can be a legal assistant, paralegal. There's a Mm -hmm. lot of different opportunities for you to go into that field. Dupree, would you say that that field is very marketable today? Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's one of the things, this type of job, there's job security in it. I know there are a lot of people who got out of college and with different degrees and they try to get a job and it took them quite a while. I will tell you that with my degree and my track of knowing what I wanted to do, I was able to graduate in May of 2009 
And I started my full-time career in July of 2009. And I've had a full-time career since then. Oh, awesome. 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 That is wonderful. So audience, if you feel like you want to go into this field, you want to take a look at to see all of the opportunities that could be available and that you can go further in this field. And so we've talked a lot about Dupre's education and his awesome background on being motivated at three to become what he wants today. And he's talked about all of his obstacles in education and going forward. When we come back from this commercial break, we're going to talk about what Dupre is doing outside of his job and being a certified confidence coach and what that entails and how you can connect with him if so need after this commercial break. Did you know that each of us consumes more air each day than anything else in the world? We breathe in over 3,000 gallons of air every day. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, indoor air levels of many pollutants may be two to five times and sometimes more than 100 times higher than outdoor levels. Whether or not you suffer from allergies or not, there is something you can do about it. Introducing the Volera Air and Surface Pro Plus, which combines five nature-based processes into one unique, proven, active technology system that helps clean the air you breathe and the surfaces you touch. Aeros, the global leader in surface and air purification solutions, announced on September 30th, 2020 that independent test results of their hydroxyl blaster with active pure technology confirms that the product kills the SARS-CoV-2 virus on surfaces. The testing data established a 99.98% surface kill rate of live SARS-CoV-2 virus in only 7 hours over 300 square feet of space. SARS-CoV-2 is the known virus that causes COVID-19. During a pandemic such as we are currently living in, you cannot afford not to have this device in your home and or office. Order the Volera Air and Surface Active Pure system today at volera.com forward slash Odell Glenn. PhD. Again, that's V O L L A R A dot com forward slash O D L L G L E N N PhD. Are you a full-time caregiver for a loved one with a terminal illness? Do you feel overwhelmed at times? Do you often feel as if there is no hope? Well, with over 12 years of caregiving experience for two parents alone, in addition to writing a dissertation, fulfilling ministerial obligations, working home-based businesses, and radio personality responsibilities, Dr. Odell Glenn has found the time and has had the energy to write a book to inspire and empower other caregivers. Purchase his book entitled, Caregiving, the inspirational manual on his website at www.ogcaregiving.com. And you can also book him to come and speak at your next event, function, or club. Again, the website is www.ogcaregiving.com. Do you need a certain SAT score to get into the college of your choice? Well, Dr. Odell Glenn can help you get it. The three-tier foundation offers online SAT prep classes. Dr. Glenn will show you test strategies and tactics needed to get the score you want. The exam is beatable with the proper coach. We are open to working with individuals, schools, and groups for six-week online sessions. Sign up at www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. That's www.3tierfoundation.com forward slash SAT dash preparation. 
Well, welcome back, radio audience. This is Dr. Odell Glenn of the OG Inspirational Hall with my special guest here, Mr. Dupre Forster. And he has shared with us his experiences on becoming a police officer, as well as what he has done with his educational background. Now, we understand, Dupre, that you are a certified confidence coach. Can you tell us what that entails? Yes, absolutely. So being a coach in general is someone who actually partners with people and supports them on reaching their goals. It's different than counseling or therapy. A coach actually meets someone where they are and figures out where they want to go and helps them with those steps. You kind of touched on this, right? Helps them with taking those steps, taking the staircase, because there's no short way to success. You got to take the staircase. So we help them with getting to that goal they want in life. So confidence for me is more so focused on the mindset. And I focus on that niche because over my life, visualization and confidence and that mindset of what I actually want in life has really helped me. So I help those who are looking to overcome challenges, whether it be through relationship-wise or eating healthier, things of that nature, feeling like they are loved more. And that's one of the number one things I notice with people is that they're searching for a purpose, right? For one, the purpose is already within you. So as a coach, it's not, I'm not a consultant. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm supporting you and guiding you on making the proper decisions that in most cases, we already know. We just don't have that motivation, that connection, that champion on our side to help us get to where we want to go. Awesome. Awesome. And so before we digest into some of the topics that you discuss, as mentioned in your bio, you have a YouTube channel. Can you tell the audience how they can contact you or see some of your shows through your YouTube channel and your other social media networks? Yeah, absolutely. So on YouTube, my YouTube channel is Dupre Foster. And you'll find me on there. And my headline has my name and some of the different roles that I've covered during the the, uh, show here. And then also, I have an Instagram account that I use as well. So on Instagram, my name is Dupre underscore Foster. And on there, I actually do weekly IG Lives. My wife and I just started a one that we do on Mondays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We get on there and we just talk about relationships for about 30 minutes. And we talk about our relationships. And the show is actually called How to Make Love. Because love is something you have to cultivate. A lot of times people think it's just a feeling, but it's actually an action. It is an action word. So we talk about that. And then on Tuesdays, I actually interview people about who actually want to serve, who actually serve people to get a little bit of their story of why they serve others and what led them, inspired them, and what they do to serve others to help hopefully inspire other people to go out and be motivated and encouraged to inspire people in their unique way as well and serve people. And then also people can connect with me either one of those ways, but they can also email me at askdupreyfoster at gmail.com. So askdupreyfoster at gmail.com is my email address and they'll find some more contact info on my Instagram page as well. Awesome, awesome. And so I have myself subscribed to your YouTube and I'm impressed at some of the discussions. Can you give the audience a synopsis on why network is important? I saw that that was one of your YouTube topics By the way, Dupree Foster has lots of topics, and it seems like they come out almost every week or so. And so you definitely want to describe to his channel. Again, his name is spelled D-U-P-R-E-E Forster, F-O-S-T-E-R. So you want to look that up. And so one of your topics, Dupree, is why networking is important. Can you speak to that? Absolutely. So networking is important because when we think of life, the whole way of life and how it's designed is we are actually put here on this earth to network with other people. 
a lot of times I know for me growing up, networking was always an icky term. Like it made me feel uncomfortable because in my mind, and I think in most people's minds is they think networking is you go with someone, maybe you're holding a drink and you're trying to like tell them, like pitch to them and tell them who you are and how awesome you are. Right. Um, but networking is our life. Networking is about connecting with people and seeing how you can serve them. In many cases, we're always, most people will look at how can this person help me? Let me connect with them so they can help me. But first off, think of how you can actually serve other people, realizing that networking is like what we're doing now, connecting with other people, learning other people's stories, and seeing how we can work together for the greater good of society. So over my life, as I look over my life, everything I've done has been networking, knowing someone, connecting with them, connecting them to someone else or being connected to someone else. That's the basis of networking is loving people and using our gifts, skills, talents, and abilities to serve greater. Yeah. And also audience networking, it can be an elevator pitch. It doesn't have to be a long, long conversation. Yes. You can network with someone on the elevator and five minutes, you can find out what they do, what you mm -hmm. do. That could be a connection, business connection or so forth that can bring long-term effects. Another Absolutely. YouTube that you have is how to have better days. You know, people are living in COVID now and upset. Students can't go out and have fun, like that you gather around holidays. What can you speak to having better days? Yeah. So one of the things with this is I've learned a lot of this really from my coaching certification is how we set our mind to things. <laughs> and it's amazing. I wrote this down too. You talked about, you know, being happy, the little that you have waking up each day and being grateful. I actually have something on my wall that says, begin each day with a grateful heart, right? Being grateful. When you wake up in the morning, we have to make sure that we set our mind towards positivity. And I'll ask you this question here. Most, many people will have negative days. They'll feel anxious about things. They'll be angry about things. And when I talk with people, it's interesting. I'll ask them, well, what do you do when you wake up in the morning? Do you turn on the news or do you think of something positive? We already know the news and most things on the news is something negative, something bad that happened overnight that we missed, right? And then the next question is, do you really need to know all that negativity? Do you have to know all the breaking news? And some people will say the thing of, well, I, just, I want to be an informed you know, citizen and be able to have a good conversation. Well, you, <laughs> you don't have to know those things. If there's something truly important, you can get that someone will tell you if it's something you truly need to know. But having better days is starting off in the morning, setting yourself in your mind, setting your mind to be positive. And I use the analogy in that video that I talk about is kind of like a thermostat, how we set our thermostat to a certain temperature. Although the, your home or your car doesn't stay that exact temperature all day long, it fluctuates. What happens though, since you have that thermostat set, it more quickly can gauge the environment and realize, just like our minds, right? If we set ourselves to be positive, our mind will be able to pick up on when we're starting to feel negative, we're getting those negative vibes. So we can say, ah, oh, this is not how I have decided my day to go. So you can quickly pick up on refocusing yourself back to being positive. But that's the biggest thing, right? It's how you start your day in the morning. Some people roll out of bed with a frown on their face. And it's not every day I roll out of bed and I'm like super excited and smiling, right? But if we focus on being intentional and being purposeful about being positive, our days, we'll start with better days when we build that habit of positivity starting first thing in the morning. Exactly. And there's a scripture that really supports that. Let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. What you yes. portray out in the universe, it responds to how you act. So yes. how you act is how the universe responds. And so starting your morning or which is why I'm praying that this show, and I'm getting a lot of responses that the show is helping from you audience. And I'm grateful to hear that you are being empowered, inspired, and encouraged. And so again, starting your morning, starting your week, starting your day off with a positive attitude and knowing that you are wonderfully and fearfully made makes a huge difference. You pray, you also mentioned 
turn your pain into purpose. Can you speak to that? Absolutely. Yeah. So that is really strong. And that's all about being vulnerable, which is super difficult for people naturally. Like we don't like to talk about our past mistakes, whether something we've done wrong or some wrong that someone's done to us or experiences that we've had. But I've come to realize that in our life, if we take our pain, the pain of our past and use those things for purpose, that's when we can truly understand that these things that we've grown through can help us, right? We can use those things to serve other people. And there's ways of thinking about your life. And this is something with coaching, right? And it's helping people change their mindset. The way you talk to yourself is many people will look at life and they'll say things like, oh my gosh, all these things are, are happening to me. You know, life, like life is happening to them. But we can change our mindset to realize that life is actually happening for us, right? Life is not happening to you. It's happening for yeah. you. But how can you change your mind to use your pain and turn that into purposes by realizing, hey, this is a situation I'm going through. And really, again, building the habit of every time a challenge comes up, a pain point comes up because those things come up in life, right? Quickly develop the habit of asking yourself when it starts, how can I use this for good? What am I supposed to learn here? What is God telling me through this challenge, right? And using those things to serve other people at a greater level. Everything we go through, it's not that we're actually going through it, we're growing through it. Again, it's another mindset of the way we're looking at our perspective and how we talk to ourselves, but we're growing through these things. So always thinking about those things. And that's how we using our pain and using those to serve other people, because that's where purpose comes from, right? If you look at your pain points, and that's for me, my thing of spreading love, I have an acronym of love and ask is below it. So acceptance, service, and kindness, right? There are many times where I didn't feel loved. I always felt loved by my parents and family, but when I went out into the world, it always didn't feel loved or accepted and people weren't always kind to me. And so noticing those things, those pain points now and using those to connect with other people and help people who are similar to me now or how I used to be, help them grow. And by far, that is the best way, I believe, to really understand that the pain of our past actually was there for a purpose. Yes, yes, yes. And so audience, I'm going to speak to that because, again, as I mentioned, you don't want to be the star in the sky. You want to be the candle. And you get, how do you become the candle? You become the candle through your pain. Your pain produces who you are. It produces life. It produces you don't know who is watching you when you leave your house every day. You know, sometimes you're the only Bible and you're the yes. only church that people see. And so some, as we are now living, you have to be the church and you have to show that, hey, if I went through this, you can give strength to someone who else is going through something similar or even worse and go through that realizing that, hey, it's for a purpose. We're not here to be happy. We're here to learn grow through purpose. You were put here to grow through purpose. And sometimes that purpose is pain and heartaches and strife. But what does that do? That helps you grow and know what your reason and your purpose is. When Jesus came and died on that cross, he didn't come and was not looking forward to being hung as a tree on a cross. But he knew that the purpose of him coming to the earth was to save people. And thank God he did go through that. He even said, if it be thy will, take it away from me. Because the pain was that great. But he knew that he came for purpose. And what was that purpose? So that we may have eternal life. And so your pain, your trials, your situations, you know, is for a reason. And that reason is to glorify God, to help you grow through those experiences, as well as to better the life of someone else. And in the midst of that, you have peace 
enjoy knowing that, hey, you went through something and you're a better person when you come out of that fire. So that is a really positive thought of turning your pain into purpose as well as having better days. So guys, you want to subscribe to the Pray Forster's U channel to be inspired and to be encouraged and to be empowered. And I'm just going to put it out there. I'm endorsing him, not because he's my nephew, but because <laughs> of the quality that is behind the work. All right. Thank you. Dupree, you mentioned, you know, sometimes men are taught to be macho and all that love stuff, but you have a, sh- a show that says why men must show love. Why must men show love? Yes. So this is something that is, to me, the most detrimental thing in society right now is fatherless kids and men who are, let me just break it down. So men are always, in most cases, taught to be tough, just like you said, macho, tough, not show emotions. And it turns to anger and violence and fatherless kids and all these types of things because there's no avenue in life that says, hey, it's okay, guy, for you to have emotions, for you to cry sometimes because you're a human being. Right? It's not that you're a man, you can't cry, you can't show love. And then we wonder why there's so much violence and anger from men. We wonder why, why fathers walk out on their children. We wonder why fathers commit suicide and men commit suicide in these types of things because the emotional outlet is not there. So it's really for me to give an outlet to tell people, hey, it's okay as a guy to have love, you must show love as well because you got to show love to yourself and show love to other people. The suicide rate is super high for service professions, especially for military, uh, law enforcement, public safety officials, right? Because we are, especially in those are primarily a lot of men are in those professions. And that is a type of job, career, where naturally, culturally, you're not supposed to show that you're weak, right? You're not supposed to have emotions. And so people have this thing where they don't feel like they don't have an outlet. And so that is a, a video I have on there just to share with people that it's okay for men to show love and also to remind people who are connected to a man, whether it be your son, your nephew, your husband, whatever, to encourage them and let them know it's okay, right? You don't always have to be the strongest person in the world because what happens if we start bottling up this pain, the emotions are still there, right? We just tend to deny the emotions. The emotions are still there. Well, we have to teach men how to realize it's okay to feel love, to be loved. It's okay to have these emotions that come up, but what do we do with them? How, are we, how do we maintain them, right? Because that anger and those things pop up and the opposite of love is fear, and when we have these emotions that come up, we start to fear a lot of times the way that we're feeling and how we're reacting. We start reacting instead of responding in love to situations. So that's for me, that's why it's important for men to show love and be loved by people. Right, right. And you mentioned they, you have to process, you have to process those emotions and those yes. feelings. And that is something sometimes men are not taught to do in a society or in a culture. And so showing that is love. And again, love is not always hugging and kissing. It's just showing it and an expression that show that you care. Can you speak to that? Yes, absolutely. So empathy. To me, empathy is one of the strongest words besides to love is being empathetic. And again, that goes from us looking at our pain of our past, right? The experiences we had and connecting with people. Love is an action. And in many cases, when you look at the social media and, and movies and things like that. We think of love as you know, relationship and kissing and that sort of thing. But love is being kind to other people, right? Loving your neighbor. I mean, it's not about you know, walking out your door and say, I love you, John, right? But doing kind things for each other, right? Helping each other, right? Supporting each other and being the best that we can be. When we can get this mindset as a society that if we 
show love to one another, try to cultivate the best in one another. Each other's imperfections can be covered by our neighbor's perfections, right? We're not the best at everything in life, but there's some things that you have good qualities in. There's something we challenge or challenge with, but if we can come together and love each other, even though we have imperfections, we can actually grow up together and really see that positivity that I know in this world that all of us really are looking for, that love and acceptance, but we just don't understand how to show it and connect with people at that level without it feeling weird, like a lovey-dovey kind of stuff. Right. And so you brought up a bigger, broader context question in the society that we're living in with respect to the Black Lives Matter movement, with respect to the injustices, with respect to the political parties at war. Love is what our society definitely needs in terms of us as America healing as a nation. Can you speak to what the society can do as a whole conglomerate of America in the midst of a pandemic to heal each other? And again, sometimes it's just a grassroots effort in Mm -hmm. your neighborhood, just a smile or just a hello to a neighbor that may be of a different race or different background to be able to communicate and to love. What are some of your thoughts and your suggestion on how we as a society in America can heal and grow together on a staircase level? Yeah, and so it goes exactly to what you're saying, right? Is starting small. And when it, as coaching, a lot of times people will see a big goal and they'll just be like, they'll give up because they're like, I can't do it. Like it's never gonna be achievable. But if we just focus on taking that one step to actually impact someone that's right there in our neighborhood, right? That our neighbor, someone in our family, to share love and kindness with them, it'll cause a ripple effect. Many cases, we are looking at, wow, this nation is terrible, you know, the blacks and the law enforcement, all these negative things, instead of internally focusing on what can I do to be a difference, a positive influence on this world. And that's where it starts. It starts with the individual experiencing or having that mindset that, hey, there may be something I can do, right? And I have a quote that I always share with people is, being a blessing to someone can be as simple as sharing a smile and saying hello, almost exactly like what you were saying, because that's really the basics of it. And then you have people who will have told me, you know, cause I smile a lot and you have people who have told me, well, uh, you know, we're all wearing masks now, so you don't really have to smile. No, you can actually tell when someone is really given a genuine smile because their corner of their eyes will kind of crease up, right? They're, you can still be kind to people, right? And keep your distance, but that's what it takes. It takes being patient with one another. And it really goes back to internally realizing this and being honest with yourself and accepting the fact that you're not perfect. You've had bad days. You may have cut someone else off in traffic. You may have yelled at someone before and looked back and said, ah, I could have handled that better, right? We are all on a journey of life. We're all at different stages in life. So when we can understand that our neighbor may be dealing with things that we don't know anything about, right? To still give them, you know, show mercy and grace and <laughs> share that love still. Again, something as small as just acknowledging someone's existence. At my job, there's one of our custodial personnel great guy. No one really talks to him much, but every time I see him, I smile real big and I say his name and say good morning because what he does matters. And so it starts a little like right in your circle. You are in the place that you're in in life right now for a purpose, right? The place you live, the home you live in, the neighborhood you live in, the county or city you live in, the state you live in, you are there for a purpose, right? In many cases, we're looking at this huge goal of like, how can we be a huge impact or make a difference? Or how can this world change? And we negate the fact that we actually have the power We have the power and the authority from God to be able to be a positive influence in our circle, right? And impact one life because you never know how they can impact someone else's life as well. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Listen, audience, 
you need to contact Mr. Dupre Forrester and describe to his YouTube channel as well as his upcoming events that he may have in his area. Dupre, can you please give out your information another time so that those that may not have heard the first time can hear? How can they contact you? Yeah, so my email address is askduprefoster at gmail.com. So A-S-K-D-U-P-R-E-E-F-O-S-T-E-R at gmail.com. And uh, contact phone number if you'd like to give me a call. I'd love to, to speak with you. 757, area code 757-447-7352. And I'm also on Instagram. You can find me at Dupre underscore Foster. And I do weekly IG lives on there. And I also allow for people to get on there and ask questions of me live. And I support them in things that they may want support in. Thank you, Dupre. Thank you so much. And so, guys, we're going to take a short commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to pick Deporius Forces, bring some more. He's giving out some inspiration and encouragement. And his certified coaching will help many of you as you reach out to him. After this commercial break, we'll be right back with Mr. Dupre Forster. Do you have that burning desire to educate, empower, and inspire community? We here at WDRB Media provide you with such wonderful opportunities to make such a positive impact. So step out on faith and make a significant difference with your gift. We care about your voice and the impact it has. Call 1-877-342-7770 and provide them with the code 1349 to begin the process. That's 1-877-342-7770 and code 1349. Does your child have an interest in STEM? Is he or she always asking the why questions? With four engineering degrees behind him, Dr. Glenn can help you better navigate the process. Sign up on his website at www.ogstem.com for newsletters, his upcoming book, and webinars dedicated to STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math. The key to success is to plan early. It's never too early to plan. Welcome back, radio audience. This is Dr. Odell Glenn of the OG Inspiration Show with us live with a certified confidence coach. And so to pray, Foster, we want to look at another aspect on your YouTube channel that you mentioned. And you said that you gave a talk on how to reach your fitness and health goals in 2021. Can you talk to that? Yes, absolutely. So it's really a three-step process. In many cases, when people look at health goals and changing their life and physically you know, losing weight or getting stronger, those types of things, in many cases, they look at what they have to do physically, right? You know, going to the gym, eating less. Like We know the basics, right? People know the basics. Like If you want to lose weight, eat less, maybe work out more, right? Okay. Everyone knows that. But how do we get to the point of actually reaching that goal that we set? And it's so really a three-step process. The first part is assessing where you are. And in the video, I go deeper. And when I work with people directly, I go deeper with really helping them figure out for them what it really truly means. But first is assessing, assessing your life and figuring out exactly what goal that you want. You have to, and this is where most people make the mistake when they set their health goals, is they look at a goal that someone else has and they try to put that goal in themselves instead of assessing their own personal life and figuring out what do I need for my life? And why do I actually want to do this? Because there's going to be a time in every case when you're going for a really good goal, challenges are going to arise. Oppression, you know, those obstacles are going to arise that are going to try to hold you back and you're going to have doubts, right? So know those things ahead of time. But when you focus on assessing your life and figuring out your exact why you want to do this and what you're going for, that's going to help you stay strong and go through it. The second 
step is begin, right? You have to begin small. Like begin taking those steps towards that goal that you want to make. Again, most people, when they're trying to reach those health and fitness goals, they'll have all these obstacles and excuses that come up. They say, oh, I'm too tired. I remember a friend one time, he says, I'm too weak to go to the gym. Well, that's why we're going to the gym. Let's go, <laughs> you know? But you've got to begin. And those excuses are going to come up. Those things where you're not going to feel like going are going to come up, but take those small steps to get that progress going. And then connecting with people is that last part. It's connecting with people who are like you are now and going where you want to go with your health and fitness goals, but also connecting with those who are already where you're trying to get to, right? In many cases, people will try to do fitness goals or just life goals on their own. But when you partner with someone, a friend, a coach, or someone who can actually help you stay accountable, help you eliminate every single excuse that you have is going to hold you back from reaching your fitness goals. That's when you actually have that power to really see that these goals, I can actually obtain these things. And this can actually be something that's not just what those people can obtain. I can actually obtain it myself. But again, it starts with your mindset. Awesome. Awesome. And so again, your mind is a powerful thing. There's a saying that a mind is a terrible thing to waste. It all mm -hmm. depends on your mind and where you want to reach and where you want to go and what you want to do. A made up mind is a mind that can't be turned back. And so you have to know in your heart that this is where I want to be, or this is what I need to do to get where I need to be. And you should set time limits on them as well. Yes. You know, I know for free personally, I put time limits on what I want to accomplish in a time frame. And when that's done, I'm like, wow, I accomplished that and some. And so then you move on to the next goal and each goal gets bigger and bigger. And so you should never be one that would sit and not have a goal set plan. It's not a, you know, a kind of a time set where you're basically a New Year's resolution type of thing. It is just doing a staircase or a short bit by piece, bite-sized piece, time set goals and reaching them. And then sometimes you may not reach them, but then you can also reframe them and return them around to make it to the best of your ability to make sure you meet. And Dupre mentioned something as well. You also need to connect with people who are where you want to be. Because when you connect with those people who are where you want to be, it propels you to go even further and even go beyond that. And so yes. you want to always be in a situation where you're challenging yourself. You should never, never, ever not be challenged to move forward because of the vast majority of opportunity that awaits you. And so thank you so much, Dupree, for sharing that. Now, as far as the health situation, you also have a video on why you went vegan. Can you tell the audience why you're vegan? Yes. So it was about actually this year will be four years. So may of this year be four years since my wife and I went vegan or some people call it plant-based. So basically my wife went to the doctor about four years ago. And the doctor told her that she was looking to put her on a high blood pressure medication. And she said she could start a pill or that she could change her eating lifestyle basically and try like a vegan or like plant-based diet. And so my wife said, yeah, I'm not taking any pill. And so she's like, I'm going to look into this diet stuff you're talking about. And so my wife came home and she told me about it. And as a spouse, I'm like, all right, this is what the doctor was recommending. Let's look into it. We did some research on it and she said she was going to do this. And I said, I'm going to do it with you. And we took this journey together. And I get, it's so amazing, right? Because there's so many health benefits as far as like energy, you know, losing weight, feeling better. She's been back to the doctor numerous times, has to take no medication. 
we go to the doctor and our evaluations come back very well. I remember the last time I went to the doctor, the nurse was taking my blood pressure and she was like, oh, you've got the blood pressure of a teenager, you know? And so we did it for the health reason. Now, there are some people who are very strict vegan, like they won't have anything in their home or, or have anything that's leather. So like if they have a leather belt, they wouldn't have a leather, like a real leather belt or purse, things of that nature. So anything that's basically, as far as the eating part of it is anything that is animal derived from an animal is not consumed. So no meat, no eggs, no cheese, no butter. There are some plant-based alternatives that are actually very good, very filling. But yeah, we haven't had meat or anything for almost four years now, more so for the health benefit of it. But there's so many different things, different benefits that you have more than just the blood pressure deal. But it's a bit amazing. Again, it's been a mindset shift that's really helped us. Awesome. Awesome. And so the health and the physical and the eating, you can contact Mr. Dupre Forster on his experience. Thank you for being very transparent and authentic in answering to our audience today. Yes. So Dupre, do you have any final words to give to the audience? I mean, you've said a mouthful and you've really given the audience a lot of education as well as inspiration and encouragement. Do you have any final words you would like to leave to the radio audience? I do. The main thing is realize that you are loved, you know, that you are loved by God. We have to get to a place where we love ourselves and realize that God has already placed within you everything you need to be successful and live this life with joy. So remember, you have unique gifts, skills, talents, and abilities that this world truly needs. So go out there and love people. Thank you so much, Mrs. Dupre. You have been an inspiration and you have inspired many. Again, can you leave out your information one more time so that people can reach you and subscribe to you as their certified confidence coach? Absolutely. So you can find me on YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, my first name, last name. So it's D-U-P-R-E-E Foster, F-O-S-T-E-R. You can email me at askduprefoster at gmail.com. You can also reach me by phone, 757-447-7352. And I'm also on Instagram. It's Dupre underscore Foster. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Dupre, it has been a blessing and really inspiring to have you on the OG Inspiration Show. And you have been a blessing here at the radio station here, WDRB Media, as well as with the OG Inspirational Podcast. And so I'm going to let you have the final words of prayer. We usually end up with a final word of prayer. I'm going to let you have that prayer. Can you pray over the audience in the show today? Thanks. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Let us pray. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to be inspired by one another, Lord. Thank you for making us with unique gifts, skills, and talents, Lord, where we can actually serve your people here on earth, Lord. Lord, thank you for allowing us to realize that we are loved by you, God. By those who are listening to the sound of my voice, Lord Jesus, let them know that they have unique gift skills that this world needs and that the pain of their past can be used for purpose. That the things that have happened in their life, that you are there with them and you are there whispering to them to let them know that you see them, you have your hand on their life. And that you want them to grow from the experiences that they're dealing with today, Lord. Dear Lord, as we close this broadcast today, Lord, we thank you so much for the love that you give us. We thank you for Dr. Glenn, Lord, for allowing for this platform to be used in such a mighty way to inspire 
millions of people across the world, Lord Jesus. And Lord, we pray that we listen to your voice each and every day and that we have the courage to step up and to be true believers for you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much to pray for those inspiring words. And I am empowered through that prayer as well as your encouragement throughout the entire show. And so stay tuned to all the things that DePray has and will be having in the future. And you want to definitely contact him for future engagements. For those that also want speaking engagement, he also is, as I mentioned through his bio, will be doing speaking engagements as well, as well as coaching. So you want to work and connect with him in a twofold manner. And so, guys, that is all the time we have on the OG Inspirational Show this morning. This is Dr. Odell Glenn, your show host. Looking forward to next week to another empowering moment. And so this week, be empowered, be encouraged, be inspired. You can do all things through Christ and let your light shine so that others may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Bless you all. God bless you. Until next week, God bless. God bless.